Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. If you want to accomplish anything significant in your life, you're going to need to embrace the word until. Live by the word until. The person who has never given up has also never truly failed because they've never given up. They're living for until. It will be until. That's the word. Motivation is just the start of a person's success. Motivation will get you going. But the problem with motivation is it is based upon a feeling. And I've learned (laughs) feelings can come and go. And you got to be wary of those feelings sometimes because sometimes you may not feel like getting out of bed. We do it anyway because we want to be successful and we're living for the word until it'll happen until I'm never going to quit. It's until and life always has detours, doesn't it? You may set out to accomplish something and then life gets in the way. Winners don't need motivation. You know what winners have? Winners have discipline in their life. They're disciplined for the word until. Discipline is doing what you need to do when you don't feel like doing it. Discipline trumps motivation every day. Discipline is is not dependent on motivation, not even a little. Discipline will happen when there is no motivation because we're disciplined. What it takes to live by the word until means I won't stop until I succeed. That's the until I'm talking about. I will not stop until success. This is why we must be careful about the decisions we make in our life. Because first we make decisions, then the decisions will make us. The success of all of us, it is far more dependent on the disciplined will of the individual than on the emotional motivation in the moment. It's true for all of us. Discipline makes and keeps you healthy. Discipline will build a strong marriage. Discipline will build a strong business. And discipline will also keep you motivated, by the way, because everything builds. What ultimately leads to success in life is the settled purpose. It's the invincible determination. It's the settled will in action. It's said that in order to create something, we must first be something. And this something is your character. And your character is your will in action. That's your character. It's doing what you don't necessarily want to do, but you know you should do it. That's your character. That's your will. It's your settled purpose. The nice thing is it doesn't take discipline to start anything. Once you start, though, you can build your discipline along the way. Discipline is built by the individual by embracing the word until. Success until. Until success. Embrace the word. Motivation is the spark that starts the fire, and discipline is what will keep it burning. The key is to take a step. The journey of a thousand miles begins with just one step. So take a step. You've heard me say it before. Do what you can with what you have right where you are in your life. Do what you can with what you have right where you are. So this is how the winery started. Tiff and I had the land. So we learned how to grow grapes. Then we we, we had a medical business. So we sold the medical business to build the winery. We did what we could with what we had right where we were. Today, it's evolved all the way to the point 
where now I'm, I have time to build chandeliers out of trees and they hang from the ceilings. But it didn't always start there. You just do what you can with what you have right where you are. So if you can read, read. If you can learn, learn. If you can take one step, take a step. Once you've done that, you'll see more. You'll be able to take more steps. And you can walk all the way across the country just one step at a time. You can build a multi-billion dollar business one dollar at a time. You can build a beautiful relationship with your husband or your wife one moment at a time. In fact, all the finer things in life we call disciplines, don't we? The discipline of playing an instrument. The discipline of engineering. The discipline of painting. The discipline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We call them disciplines because discipline is the door to all great achievements. So what discipline could you develop to change your world? What could you build within yourself to accomplish your grandest dreams with your life? When you do what you can today with what you have, you'll be able to do more tomorrow with what you've created. True statement, right? But if you don't do what you can today, you're going to lose today. And tomorrow is going to be all that much harder. You know why? Because tomorrow you're going to be a little bit older with a little bit more doubt, and you're going to have one less day on the back end of your success to enjoy it all. My mom would say, get on and stay on the Do It Now program. I can tell you, we're all in the Do It Now program. At the winery, in my house, I'm sitting here with Ralph. He's on the Do It Now program. We talked about an email. He goes, yeah, I'll send it to you. He sent it right, net, right away. He's on the Do It Now program. I've heard people say that they're late on their bills, but you'll never hear someone say that they're late on their dreams. That should be the concern of all of our lives. And discipline is the bridge between thoughts and accomplishments. Like John Maxwell says, everything worthwhile is uphill in your life. And with the passing of time, it can cause us to drift if we're not disciplined. Each day, we only get a chance to give 100%. There is no such thing as giving 110%. So don't think you're going to give up 90% today and make it up tomorrow. Because you can only give 100%. It takes discipline to give you 100% every day. Never thought the word until would have such an impact and just mean so much because while you were saying it, I was kind of going through it and I was like, well, how does this even work? And it was like, well, and I like said it in my head, like, well, I can get there until I do this. Okay. And I was like, here it is. Now I see what, how powerful the word until it's mm. or until I do this, this won't happen. So it's kind of like it, you're living for until I kind of like that concept then because mm -hmm. then it's going to constantly push you to get mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm the next stage mm -hmm. of life, business, whatever it's going to mm -hmm. be. Living for the until is, is I think more powerful than living. I mean, this is just my opinion than living for the now because it's mm -hmm. like, all right, so I'm always shooting for something more because then once I hit that until, then it just opens up another door mm -hmm. and then there's another until mm -hmm. and then it keeps going yeah. so on and so yeah. forth. It's, I'm so with you. Yeah. Question for you. Is there a point where there is no more untils? Mm. So, the word until will inspire hope in your life, right? Mm -hmm. It's hope for the future. The day you stop hoping is the day you start settling. So the day there is no more until is the, is the first day at the beginning of the end. The day you arrived. Right. The, the day say, you right. arrived is the day it ends. Right. Day right. It's over. Right. Yeah. That's gotcha. what we, we said it before. The day that you've arrived is the first day at the beginning of the end. And that's to a scary live, thought. 
It is true. Right. Yeah. And that's why we say like, don't ever try to maintain, don't ever think you're going to arrive to a destination because you can always be a better version than who you were yesterday, tomorrow. That's the key. People that think, well, I'm, I'm good enough. <laughs> Anyone that's coasting only coasts downhill. It's the nature of coasting, mm. right? It's quite literally <laughs> right. the definition <laughs> right. of it, right? Right, right. We can always get better, you know, in every area. I can always have a better relationship with my wife. I can always have a better relationship with my kids. I can always figure out a way to have a better, better successful business. I can always find a way to serve someone in a better way. There's always better. There's always better. Mm. Do you remember when the switch happened? I feel like from a, I'm trying to come at it from like a different, right? Like up until like, I don't want to say at this point, but the, the idea of until makes sense, right? So I've been living like that for a substantial amount of time. Do you remember a point in your life when you were, there's, I feel like there's a realization that clicks. I, I really mm -hmm. do. Like mm -hmm. how, like just the way the world works, like there's your reality and then there is the reality. And I mm -hmm. still, people, people believe in their own reality, mm -hmm. but then there's a moment when it clicks where mm -hmm. it's like, if I just follow the rules of reality, like the world and how it truly works, how business works, how money moves. Do you remember that moment? Where it was like, okay, because now that I understand the basics and I understand the ins and outs, that until now comes into play. Mm -hmm. And that's what got you to where you were from a level of success. Um, I don't know if there's a moment, Ralph, because like I, I think, you know, like what we're kind of talking about here is wisdom, mm -hmm. you know, and there's never a moment where you're like, I'm wise. Like that, that, that it never happens. And I don't want to say wise. I'm saying like where like things just made sense. Sure. Right. And I'm that's with, what I mean. And, yeah. And I'm with you on this. But, you know, every, everybody hears the world through a different set of ears of experience that they've lived through. So you may, you may hear something today that means nothing to you. And then five years from now, okay. those exact same words will go, oh my God, but you've already heard it. We hear the world through, through a different life's experience of ears. This is why it's so important that, that I'm, like whenever you read books and listen to books, listen to them multiple years in a row. Because I can tell you every time that I'll take in a book, it's, 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 the, it's like a brand new time. I'll, I'll, I'll connect dots. Life is about connecting the unseemly connectable dots. Wow. And as we learn more, you can learn more and the dots get connected. And what's important to you today won't be important to you 10 years from now because the nature of life is that the answers change, you know, that the answers change all the time, you know, and, but the questions will always remain the same. This is why it's always important to be pouring the, glee, the good, the clean, the pure in our mind, because as throughout our life, the answers change. What's important to you today may not have been 10 years ago and won't be 10 years from now. So this, and this is, this is why you'll have these, we have revelations. The goal is to never stop having those revelations. That's cool. That's the goal. You know, so when people say, was there ever a moment in time when it's like, you were like, wow, I've realized this. I hope that happens every day. I hope every day I'm going, wow, I finally understand that. I can tell you, there's been times studying for this stuff, Ralph. Like, that's why I say when I do the Wednesday's talk, I go, thank you for allowing me to be in your life. Thank you for allowing me to study this and then present it to you. Because the person getting the most out of this stuff is Randy. Because I got to study it, learn it to present it. The teacher always knows the material more than the students in a sense. Not that, not that I'm talking to students, but I, I, I want to basically, if I want to add value to the world, I need to gain value on the inside of me because the more value I have in me, the more I can add to you and you and you and so on. So the key to life is to constantly be pouring more in and you never know when all of a sudden dots are going to connect and you go, holy cow, I finally get that. Wow. I remember the moment when I fully understood that problems are opportunities one and the same. I'm still coming to that because you keep saying it and I get mm -hmm. annoyed. And so I, but I know I'll come to that realization mm -hmm. one day because I know that problem will lead to an opportunity and it'll be clear as day. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I understand yeah. that aspect of well, it. Like I can tell you, what'll happen, what'll happen is you, you'll live through hell one day. You're going to go through something that's, you will. You're going to live through something that's so bad 
and you're gonna less, you're just gonna like it's gonna mess you up for months, maybe years. We're just like you're gonna be. I've lived through it, Ralph. <laughs> I know. You know I mean, I've, I've, I've had you know like you know if you're if you're if you're having an impact on the world, some people are gonna hate you, even if like it's just the way it works. You know, I mean, <laughs> Oprah talks about this. She says, you know, if if you're out there and you're you're positive and you're adding you're adding value to the world, there are some people that are gonna be kind of jealous about this. And they're not going to say to you, hey, you know what? You're kind of like reflecting stuff in me that I'm not liking and I'm feeling insecure about this. They're not going to say that to you. They're going to go, who does that person think they are? How dare them? And they're going to try to do everything to shut you down and make you stop. And they're going to come after you. And when this happens, sometimes you go, oh, my gosh, like I've gotten hate mail already over this stuff. You know, and it's like, wow, it's, it's OK, though, because sometimes I am a mirror and they're, I'm reflecting back to them, causing an impact, good or bad. At least it's an impact. Right. And then. Um, I'm off track here. No, 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 no. You were going. It was a good thing in regards to like the realization from a problem to a an opportunity. Oh yeah. So the, okay. So the, so the problem. So so the, these these big problems come up. I've had the township after me where they're like I've had to go to lawsuits and so on like that. And I'm thinking, my God, is it going to be destroyed? Am I going to lose the winery? Big deal. There's like a hundred people employed there. There's a lot going on. A lot of like thousand thousand guests being served. And will will they crush it? Do they want to crush it? There's people that want to crush it. They want to destroy it, knock it out. I've, I lived through this stuff, right? Here I am years later. I am so glad I lived through that. It's awesome. But in that moment, I would have done everything to undo that. But it was a major problem. But now here I am years later going, man, what an opportunity. What a wonderful opportunity that was. Because I grew so big into that. And the next problem that I'm up against, I'll be ready for it. Because I grew through that problem. So bring it on. Mm. I mean. And in you know some what ways, to look for, you know what to watch out for in that regard too. It kind of just keeps I guess. you in tune. And when I say bring it on, I mean life and life in general. Yeah. I don't say like let's fight. <laughs> it's life in general because you know big problems are solved by big people, small problems, small people. You know, so if you want to if you want to become a person of of influence in the world around you, take on the problems. And when you solve those, you'll get upgraded to the bigger problems, and you'll keep on away you go and then pretty soon you'll be recognized wow this guy he takes on major problems of all the community and it can actually solve the problems for us and but it started with solving the little ones if you can't solve the little ones you can't solve the big ones you know but most people are trained to avoid problems problem is a negative word avoid the problem you know like when you take a test what's the problem you know it's like <laughs> you're right it starts at a young age Here's a, here's a test to take, solve the problems. It's like, wow, I got to fix these things. Wow. You know, it, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be the, the mindset of, of humanity. It should be here, here are the opportunities to figure out for the rest of your life. There's there, <laughs> that's what it, an exam should be called and a, a test should be called, not a list of problems, but a list of opportunities to get upgraded to more opportunities. That would change the, would change society, but we're programmed to think problems are bad. <laughs> get them out of your life. No, <laughs> take on more problems. Because the problems are the opportunity that you can solve to create a better life for you and your family and society around you. Imagine if everyone in the world had a mindset to solve all the problems that exist in humanity. Holy cow. Yeah, right. Holy cow, right? They'd be hugging it, on the streets. It would change everything. It would change, it would change it all, right? You know, yeah. so, but now, I mean, the word until, what I'm getting at is, until I achieve what I've set out to achieve, I will not stop. Yeah. That's the word until we're getting out here. That's cool. Right. That's a powerful message. I'm curious. Is there a book that you revisit every couple years or so that you have mm -hmm. that realization moment? Because I have a movie that it happens to me all the time. 
which is really cool. Neat. Um, going through life and like the journey, it's Lord of the Rings for whatever reason, huh. that whole series. Cause I saw it when I was a kid and I used to relate, well, I used to mentally think like, Oh, that's me. And that's my, that, yeah. I relate to that as a kid. And then watching it again yeah. at a different age. And you're like, well, I feel like I relate to this character more because he's going through all these problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I always watch it once a year just to see. Mm -hmm. And every time it's a different person, it's like, Whoa, mm -hmm. that person's going through. I can relate to what this person's going through. Well, this character, mm -hmm. let's just say, mm -hmm. Well, do you have a book that mm -hmm. you read and you're like, mm, mm -hmm. now that, that sentence, that phrase is, mm -hmm. is bam. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah. There's two. I, I talk about a lot. It's the last lecture by Randy Pausch and then man's search for meaning by Victor Frankl. Victor Frankl. Yeah. That's yeah. on my next list to do. Yeah. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, wow. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard hitting stuff. And then you'll, I tend to read the book of Ecclesiastes a lot. From the Bible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ecclesiastes 8. That just hit me recently, a couple right. weeks ago, actually. I wrote it down. We'll mm -hmm. talk about it after this, not to turn this into a yeah. religious conversation, but. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the Bible is religious. You know, I mean, the, it's the Bible. It's, you know, you ever hear a guy named Lee Strobel? You ever this have. guy? Yep, yeah. He wrote I a have. book called A Case for Christ, A Craze for Christmas. And if you, you know, there's, I don't care what you think, you know, about the Bible or about God, Jesus, and so on. But if you were to study the Bible, like Lee Strobel did, he was a, he was a journalist. And he was an atheist and he set out to disprove the Bible. He thought, I've had enough of this. I'm going to put an end to it. And that's it. So he started studying Old Testament, New Testament, and he's looking for all the flaws he'd find to basically that they don't line up. And he's, he was trying to disprove this thing. And he went on like a years and years and years and years and years journey. And he dissected everything from the Old Testament, everything from the New Testament. And he, li he lined them up because there's, there's things that were said in the Old Testament, then, then, you know. 900 years later, it happens, you know, in the Old Testament and so on, right? And this gap of time and, and the number of these predictions that are here and happen here and the number of people that wrote them all that don't line up, that never knew each other. He then, he then hired a mathematician and, then, and he goes, I want to come up with a formula of a mathematical formula that shows that based upon the Old Testament and New Testament of by chance, if this just lined up or if it's real, and they come up with this mathematical formula of, of it all lining up because it all lines up perfectly, right? And, in, and the formula came out to be that the, the odds of the Bible being not correct, accurate, right, would be the exact same as if I were to take the state of Texas and I, I layered it with dollar, dollar, you know, the dollar coins, right? Uh, so dollar, silver dollar coins all throughout the state of Texas, layered everywhere, touching, touching each other. And then I did it a foot thick of dollar coins. And then I went out and somewhere in the, the deserts of Texas, and I took a little black marker and I put an X on one of those coins. And then I said to you, Ralph, I said, Ralph, go to Texas, and I want you to, to close your eyes and pick out one coin. And the odds of you picking out that one coin with the X is the same odds of the, of the Bible not being 100% accurate. That's kind of nuts. It's nuts, nuts. Yeah. When you, when you learn this, it's very, very difficult. It, it would take tremendous faith to go, I don't buy it. Yeah, right. And there's right. people that are like, oh, it's, I get right. it. Right. And the book of Ecclesiastes is kind of a book that everything's pointless. That's the whole gist of the book. And it's, it's kind of why I read it, you know, because, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, a lot of things that we worry about, it is pointless. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. You know, there is no, the, the book of the is not coming to get you, <laughs> you know. And if you think about it, in this moment right here, right now in the studio, what problems do you have? Right now in this moment? Right now in this moment. What problems do you have? That, that, are, that are impacting you right now in this moment. Oh, I can't really say there's much. There's probably, there's nothing. Yeah, there's not. No. Isn't it true? Yeah. Every problem we have is fabricated in our future self. It doesn't really exist in the real time. It's crazy the way it works. 
And that's why I read the book. Because if it was a problem, I'd be solving that be and not care be of here. Right. I wouldn't there, be here. You'd be taking care of it. Right. What problems do you have right now? Right. No, you gotta, I guess nothing. And there isn't. It's all future, future fabrication. Right. And that's why I say in the book of Ecclesiastes, everything's pointless and worth. Everything's, everything's pointless. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's kind of true. Everything you worry about. You that's know? nuts. I've learned a couple of things in life. If you love your wife and you love God and you do the right thing, life is easy. It's that simple.